You're listening to the Saturday Morning with Jack Tame podcast from Newstalk ZB. Our personal finance expert, Hannah McQueen from Enable Me, is here with us this morning. Hey, Hannah. Good morning. You know, a lot of Kiwi investors over the years have focused on residential property investments. But given things have changed quite a bit in the last few years on that front when it comes to interest deductibility and the Bright Line test, what about commercial property investment? Is that something that people are looking at a bit more? Yeah, I'm seeing more and more of my clients asking, is commercial the one that we should be going for? And commercial property does play a part in all wealth plans, but the timing of when you buy a commercial property is really important. Right. So remember, one, one of the reasons why we like property, whether it's residential or commercial, is you can leverage, right? You can use the bank's money. You, you take your deposit, the banks give you a whole lot more money, and you buy an asset and you get the growth on that asset. And that that return on investment is significantly higher than a non-leveraged asset. Yeah. The tune of about 300% higher. So we love leverage with property, but you can get leverage on a commercial property as well as a residential property. So that's when people get confused, which one's going to serve you. So it really comes down to your own situation. But the pros and cons or how they stack up for commercial property, you need to have a 40% deposit rather than a 20% deposit for a residential. So right. you need to have more capital available if you're going for a commercial property because your deposit doesn't stretch as far. Yeah. Or the other way of looking at that, you don't get as good a return on your deposit for a commercial property as you do for a residential. Yeah. That, that's the first piece. Okay. The, the lending rules are also different for a commercial property. So you tend to have to pay principal and interest and over a shorter term. And for a residential property, you can, over a 30-year term perhaps, compared to a 15-year for commercial. Yeah. And you can also have interest only. So what that means is that the shortfall that you have to cover as a landlord is normally about a third the size for a residential property as it is for a commercial property. Right. So if you don't have really juicy cash flow, really yeah. good cash flow, that can be problematic because you actually just can't afford to pay the debt off as quickly as the bank require on a commercial property. So that that's interesting. I think a lot of people wouldn't have necessarily realised that. So basically no. you need to have much more cash available yeah. for a commercial property than you would for a residential property. So you, you can't do a 30-year loan, for example, for a commercial property. No, no, you can't. And if you don't need lending, yeah. then that can work, right? Yeah, you know, great. <laughs> most people require lending if they're trying to grow wealth. It's not until after you've grown your wealth that you would diversify into yeah, commercial. Right. Yeah. And so then the other thing is that you tend to get better yields with commercial. So that's the rent relative to the, the purchase price. But the interest rate on commercial lending is normally 2 or 3% higher than residential. So once you offset the higher interest costs with the higher rent, you actually don't come out that much better off with a commercial rather than a residential. Ah. So that's kind of another thing. And then the, what we saw with COVID, anyone who owns commercial property will know this, is that you can have really high vacancy periods, yeah. so a period in between drinks, right, where you don't have your tenants. And for most of us, again, unless you've got really strong cash flow, personal cash flow, you need that rent coming in to pay the mortgage that you've committed yourself to. Yeah. So without that rent, that it just exposes you to an economic cycle that residential properties aren't exposed to. 
So it's it's not that there isn't a place for commercial property. They, there definitely is, but it normally comes the five years after you've grown your wealth. Yeah. So yeah. if you've got a capital shortfall, you tend to lend towards the residential property because you can get your money working harder. It costs less on a cash flow basis, and there's less risk with residential. Yeah. Once you've made your money and you can afford to buy that commercial property without a mortgage, then certainly it does play a role in, as part of mm. the investment assets of a portfolio. Right. Okay. Thank you. That makes a lot of sense. That is Hannah McQueen from Enable Me. You can find them, of course, at www.enable.me. For more from Saturday Morning with Jack Tame, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am Saturday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.